Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast. This is Alvern and my focus is to simplify online marketing for female entrepreneurs so that they can get results at scale and fulfill their passion and purpose. You're very welcome to today's episode and we'll be looking at 17 expert content marketing trends you need to skyrocket your business or even your blog. So have you ever wanted to get more out of your content marketing efforts, but you're not quite sure what to do or where to go for the best advice on how to get more results in the long run? Tell me if this sounds familiar. You've been creating content over the last one to three years. Every now and again, say like twice a year, an image, post or video hits the jackpot. However, you secretly wish that you can get a more consistent performance every month from your content. Wouldn't it be nice to have a content marketing expert as part of your team? Someone who would give you pointers on how to tweak or repurpose old content? Right now, it is probably way out of your budget. If only there was some way of getting into the mind of the experts to reap some gold nuggets of valuable marketing information. It would be great to have even a fireside chat with those who have been there and done that, just to help you get to that next step. The good news is that I had a virtual fireside chat with not just one, but 17 content marketing experts on the future trends. We also discussed how you, as a small business, can get more out of your efforts to create content that gets results. Are you ready? What everybody ought to know about content marketing. As small business owners, we always concerned about what to expect for the next year or two when it comes to content marketing. Common questions we may have include, where should we invest? And which strategy will bring us the biggest return on investment? If you are new to content marketing, let me first outline it in detail. As simplistic as the term may sound, it incorporates a wide variety of practices. Areas under the umbrella of content marketing include blogging, podcasting, search engine optimization, social media marketing, paid social, so paying for ads on social media platforms, paid search, so paying for Google ads, content curation, Pinterest marketing, that's both free and paid, content syndication, and seeding. You need to realize that this list is not exhaustive, but it gives you an idea of what the content marketing landscape looks like from a 10,000-foot view. So in the following uh, examples, there are summaries of trends combined with predictions from 17 content marketing experts. So content marketing trends and predictions. In order to understand the importance and practicality of content marketing predictions from the 15 plus experts that I had chat with, let's look at them with some relevant statistics. So will visual and interactive content ever die? 51% of marketers say that they are prioritizing visual assets as part of their content marketing strategy. Now, To access the show notes for this particular podcast episode, head on over to successunscrambled.com forward slash content marketing. I made it very simple for you today. Uh, So that's successunscrambled.com forward slash content dash marketing. If you head over there, I'm going to explain to you an image that is part of the show notes that you will find there. And in this particular image, it's a research conducted by HubSpot. And it's looking at all the different bits of content and how people um, consume that content. At the very top, uh, we have videos. Next up, we have news articles, multimedia articles, social media posts, etc. It goes down to about 10 to 12 different um, types of content. And in it, in this particular diagram, it shows uh, part of it is green and the other part is sort of a peach color. And it shows how how much of the actual content is consumed thoroughly compared 
to skimming. So this is consuming content versus skimming content. At the very bottom of the list, we have podcasts, which is at 22% of it is consumed thoroughly. And at the very top of the list, we have uh, 62% of videos is actually consumed thoroughly compared to podcasts, which is at 22%. So in the top three, we've got videos, news articles, and multimedia articles. So videos at 62%, news articles is 61%, and multimedia articles is 57%. Okay, so head on over to successonscramble.com forward slash content marketing um, to get access to that diagram. So as you can see here, people prefer content that engages more than one of their senses which will help them consume the message thoroughly. So the podcast, you're just listening. Obviously, you can visualize stuff while you're looking at a podcast uh, in your head, in your imagination. Um, whereas video, you know, using a lot of senses, using the fact that you're listening, um, eyes, and sometimes uh, other parts of your body, depending on, you know, what kind of video you're looking at. So one of my, one of my uh, contributors, Stephanie Callahan, a content marketing expert at Callahan Solutions, gave her predictions for the next few years about this kind of content. Uh, is your content easy, easy to digest is a topic of her particular contribution. Let's have a listen to what she has to say. Creating content that is easy to digest and easy to take action on will become increasingly important in the next few years. Checklists, cheat sheets, templates, no fluff ebooks, and podcasts will all be at the top of the list. Think of content that can be consumed in a short amount of time or while doing other things. For example, a person can listen to a podcast while working out, driving, or even shopping for groceries. So, Stephanie L. H. Callahan is the founder of Callahan Solutions, Inc., and is the author of Guest Appearance Gold. Is it time to talk more about user-generated content? One of the telltale signs that your content marketing campaign is effective is the engagement you receive on each piece of content. In case you are not aware of it, user-generated content is basically content that is generated by your users. This can be in the form of comments, photos, or even GIFs. Did you know that 90% of consumers say that authenticity is important to them. This is based on a recent survey conducted by Stackler. In that same survey, 79% of people said that user-generated content highly impacted their purchasing decision. So when you head over to the show notes at successandscramble.com, you'd see um, a graphic that I have been put up there that's, that is showing uh, the amount of people uh, user-generated content by platform. Uh, number one on the list is actually WhatsApp, which is quite surprising. I, I actually thought Facebook would have been number one, but I guess you know Facebook also owns WhatsApp. So WhatsApp came in at 59% in terms of user-generated content um, on that particular platform. Uh, Facebook is the number two, Snapchat is number three, and, Facebook, I'm sorry, and Twitter is at number four at 46%. So head on over to successonscramble.com if you want to see the entire graph showing um, the amount of user-generated user content by platform. Consumers found that user-generated content is 9.8 times more impactful than influencer content. Here is what Anna and Melissa, content marketing experts, had to say about user-generated content. Word of mouth marketing will make a comeback. Let's hear what she has to say. In a way, I think things will stay the same. High-quality content will continue to thrive, be shared, and take off quicker. With everyone having a voice on whatever their platform of choice is, I believe that word-of-mouth marketing will make a comeback. So connecting with your readers and your audience will become more important than ever. We as content creators need to do a better job at refining our storytelling skills and use that to market ourselves in an organic way. That will get people talking, because what might change is how people consume content. We've already seen it. The rise of video and video content, the increased demand for podcasts and other types of content that people can consume while they're going on with their busy lives. 
so our content needs to be good enough to make them stop and pay attention. Anna is a blog strategist and coach. She is also the founder of The She Approach. Next up, we have Melissa, and the, the topic of her uh, contribution is, here's the uncon- unconventional method that will make you likable. Let's say what she has to say. I predict that authenticity and showing the rough edges will continue to increase in importance. Gone are the days of a perfectly polished online presence, searching for likes on every post. We can see this in how platforms like Facebook and Instagram are changing. Currently, they are testing removing visible likes on the platforms so that only the content creator can see how many likes they receive. They believe this will help people focus more on their connections and less on a competition. There is also increased importance on posting your unedited moments to stories to better connect with your audience. So don't be afraid to show your less-than-perfect side of your life and business. Your audience and social networks will love you for it. So Melissa Megginson, community manager and resident cat lady at Tailwind App. You probably came across her before, but there you go. That's what she has to say. Not that we would in marketing again. Moving into video, more than 90% of people say that they discover new brands or products via YouTube based on Google research. Over 80% 80 of people typically switch between online search and video when researching products to buy. YouTube has seen a 110% year-over-year growth in watch time for videos focused on the which-to-buy theme. Holly, a content marketing expert, has some practical advice to share with you around integrating video into your marketing plan. The title of her contribution is, Is Video Still Really Where It's At? Let's hear what she has to say. It might sound like a broken record, but video is still where it's at and it's only going to get bigger. Video marketing is one of, if not the most important marketing trend today and likely for the next five to 10 years. One of the biggest reasons is because video is a critical part of every stage in the customer journey. People might not watch a video with the intention of buying, but they're still open to discovery. For 2020 and beyond, I'll be encouraging all of my clients to discover how they can make a video a part of their content marketing strategy, and you should do the same. If you're intimidated by the prospect of creating a video, don't be. I'm not saying you have to start a YouTube channel. To witness higher engagement with your ideal marketing, you can make a video or start a live broadcast on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Plus, video marketing makes it so easy for you to reformat your content. Imagine that you've recorded a video for your YouTube channel. Instead of just publishing it to YouTube, you could also get it transcribed and turned into a blog post. Upload the raw video with the transcription and subtitles to Facebook, rip the audio, use it as a podcast episode, and use video thumbnails in your email marketing campaigns. There are so many opportunities. I also believe that many more small business owners will go down the route of omni-channel marketing. This is an integrated approach to selling that provides a seamless experience to customers, regardless of the channel they're using, to access your brand. The key is automating as much of the process as possible to ensure that brand messaging is consistent across all mediums. Focusing on integrated marketing strategy can result in purchase frequency of up to 250% higher and 90% more customer retention, in addition to better engagement rates and higher order values. It can be a challenge, but taking advantage of the myriad of tools available in the market today means you'll be able to deliver great service on all fronts. So Holly is an online marketing and business coach who managed to scale her blog to 100,000 page views in less than 12 months. Okay, increase consumer spending by 500% using this one secret. According to an article on Intro to Digital, personalization of content will continue to expand over the next few years. Studies show that the effective use of personalization can lead to a 500% increase in consumer spending. The best way to take advantage of this trend is to engage with your audience using platforms like social media. 
doing live video using Facebook and Instagram helps with engagement and the ability to glean feedback. Companies with larger budgets can even go as far as to create tools to benefit the customer, like apps. PJ Tai, who is a founder and president of Uscreen, has a lot of experience in the area of video platforms as it relates to content marketing. Let's take a look at his view on this particular area. The topic of his contribution is 7 million users, or should I say 7 million end users, can't be all wrong. Let's have a look. Let's have a listen, should I say. We all know the consumption of video content has been on the steadiest rise over the past few years. So it's no surprise to anyone that online video is now king. But what we don't talk about enough is where the online video itself is going. The future of content marketing lies in delivering content to consumers straight to their phones via branded apps that are native to the content sources and not just distributing apps like Facebook and Reddit. Yes, content aggregators will still continue to exist, but as the consumer habits and preferences shift toward apps, native apps serving a niche audience will become a must. We already see it in our own data of 7 million end users. The majority of video content is purchased on streaming websites. But after that, 60% of content consumption happens on native apps on phones, tablets, and TVs. This tells us that the content consumption habits and preferences are slowly but surely shifting, which makes offering native apps a winning content strategy. Within the next three years, you'll see that all major content creators have their very own native apps where their communities of supporters and regular viewers go to consume their favorite content whether that content is text-based or video. PJ Tai is the founder and president of Uscreen, an all-in-one video monetization and live streaming platform that empowers video entrepreneurs and creators to monetize their content and build thriving businesses around their videos. Okay, the secrets and hard facts about voice in two minutes. According to a recent VoiceBot smart speaker study, 84% of people use their smart speaker to ask a question, while 66% ask questions monthly. So I have another graphic here that outlines a study that was carried out in conjunction with VoiceBot's uh, smart speaker that goes through all different activities people do on smart speakers, including asking a question, listening to streaming music service, checking the weather, setting an alarm, setting a timer, listening to radio, using a favorite Alexa skill, etc. There are several of them on this graphic. If you'd like to have a look at, at this study, you can head over to successunscrambled.com forward slash content marketing. And essentially, the top in the top five, in terms of uh, frequent use, use case frequency, this, this was conducted, this study was conducted in January of 2019. And in the top five things that people do on smart speakers, it includes asking a question, listening to streaming music music service, checking the weather, setting an alarm, and setting a timer. Okay, so head on over to successunscramble.com forward slash content marketing. So interestingly, 43.8% use it to listen to the news at least once, while 40.2% use it to call someone. A surprising 26.1% use their smart speakers to purchase, uh, to make a purchase, while 15% of them make purchases using their smart speakers every single month. Carly Bell, a mom blogger, and Chelsea Clark, both are content marketing experts, and they have these insights to share with you regarding using voice. So first off, we have Carly. Video and voice are getting bigger. I think that content marketing will be around as long as people have a need for information, which will be forever. But I do think that it will continue to adapt, and the way people process content will always be evolving. Right now, we can see that video and voice are getting bigger and growing at an incredible rate. Savvy content marketers will be looking at how they can incorporate voice or video in their work. It is probably time to think about starting a YouTube channel or a podcast, or at the very least, doing regular Facebook Lives for your audience. Kali Bell is a mom blogger over at Mommy on Purpose, who has managed to generate a full-time five-figure income from her blog. She is also a Pinterest marketing expert. 
Now, over to Chelsea, and the title of her contribution is The Truth About Optimizing for Voice. With Siri, Google Home, and Alexa becoming more and more a part of our daily lives, voice search is more important than ever from a content marketing perspective. Are your blog posts optimized for voice search results? If not, this is something to explore now and for years to come. All of these devices that process search results by voice command don't seem to be going away anytime soon. I am also predicting the importance of shoppable posts. Shoppable Instagram feeds and Pinterest pins are big business that will continue to grow. I think that as a content marketer, even if you don't have any sort of physical product e-commerce shop, you should work your digital products, affiliate products, and even services into the shoppable post market that is thriving on social media. Chelsea Clark is a content creator and blog flipper. She's also the founder of Her Paper Root and the host of the Her Paper Root podcast. Three things about messaging apps you probably did not know. Many marketing experts believe that the use of messaging apps in marketing campaigns is something on the rise. Again, I have another uh, graph. I guess you can call it, uh, where it shows the use of uh, messenger apps by the millions. And I don't know if you can guess which, mes- which messenger app is used number one overall, globally. Well, if you said Facebook Messenger, you're right. 107 million users uses, use Facebook Messenger, followed by Snapchat, then WhatsApp, Google Messenger by Google, and then Google Hangouts. The reason that that marketers believe that the use of messenger apps in marketing campaigns uh, is because, obviously, that uh, Facebook Messenger, for example, has over 107 million users. And this particular um, study was carried out by Statista. Uh, You can head over to successunscramble.com forward slash content marketing to have a look at it. Uh, 48.91 million users are on Snapchat and a surprising 24.35 million users use WhatsApp. Okay. Next, we have a contribution from Claire. Claire Brenner from G2. And the the topic of her contribution is called Break All the Rules Stop being a copycat. Let's hear from Claire. The one thing that I think and hope we can expect to see are blogs aggressively focusing on differentiating their content. The content marketing world is facing a massive copycat content problem. The gist is that we've become so keyword focused that every search query is coming up with similar headlines, listicles, examples, etc. Animals has a great article about this here. Between this and the last couple of Google updates, content marketers need to start writing for humans again. What this will look like in practice varies, but here's what I'm hoping for. Video and audio. These are the obvious answers as they've taken off a bit already, but there's still a lot of room to grow in this regard. I expect more publications to start adding accompanying audio to their articles, experimenting with in-house video production, etc. Original data. This is one of the best ways, if not the best, to make your content stand on its own, as it's literally research exclusive to your own company. Original data pieces can also be a great link play for your off-site SEO efforts. User-generated content. Look, I love content marketers. I am a content marketer. But at the end of the day, Every piece could benefit from the insights of a thought leader in the space. Using expert quotes throughout your articles, or even publishing entire guest posts from external writers, will add something that you wouldn't have otherwise found in the search results. At the end of the day, this is what Google has always said. Write the best content and you'll be rewarded. I think the three trends I mentioned, and a whole bunch more I didn't, quizzes, interactive content, AI will all be a result of the shift as content marketers stop writing for Google and start writing for humans. Claire Brenner is a content marketing team lead at G2.com. She's born and raised in the Chicago area. Her brief stint in Ohio gave her a new 
appreciation for deep dish pizza, but her but left her well versed in Cincinnati style chili and cities with a population fewer than four hundred thousand. Next up, we've got a lovely contribution from Manu, Manu Moraru, and the topic with the topic of her particular contribution is called Behind the Scenes of an Instant, sorry, Behind the Scenes of an Instagram Marketing Expert. Let's hear what she has to say. My predictions are that only those who add value to their audience and are truly original will stand out. Marketing is a space that is so busy and competitive. Instagram has over 1 billion accounts. We get more newsletters than we could possibly open Everyone has a blog and a podcast. Everyone is talking about the same topics, telling the same stories, and even using the same catchy phrases. People copy each other's images, captions, and thoughts. That is just a bunch of noise. To make a difference and have a public that cares about what you say and sell, brands will have to show their unique voices, personalities, and point of view. And more importantly, have a content that adds value that serves your public and not yourself. This is already the trend, but so many business don't quite understand what this means and how to do it. Manu Maruaru is the founder of Your Social Team. She's also an Instagram expert and trainer, and she's also an influencer marketing guru. Okay, so customer journey mapping. In recent weeks, I have become keenly aware of the need for me to map out the buyer journey for my business more granularly. While doing research for this particular uh, podcast, I discovered a, st a case study conducted by Altimeter, where they interviewed various businesses on the same topic. They learned that only 62% of companies surveyed confirmed that they have fully mapped the digital customer journeys, while another 32% are currently involved in that process. In that same study, 62% have also created what is known as a content customization framework. Interestingly, when asked which marketing channels these organizations found to be most effective, 69% said, you guessed it, social media, while 56% pointed to their company website. Justina Ford, a brand alignment coach, had this to say about mapping your customer journey. The topic of her contribution is called Little Known Ways to Improve Your Customer Experience. In the 2020s, customers are looking for relevant, authentic, and individualized content delivery. If you haven't started creating useful, engaging content that solves a problem for your potential customers, somebody else will. And your customers will see them as an authority in your industry before they see you. Conversational content like chatbots are going to continue to thrive. Use a chatbot tool like Minichat, where you can instantly deliver great customer service and deliver the individualized content they desire. Instant feedback from potential customers versus waiting for them to fill out forms will make for awesome continued shifts in 2020. Justina Ford is a mind and body practitioner as well as a brand alignment coach. You can learn more on her website by visiting justinaford.com. Increase customer retention rate by 90% using this hack. In an article by Camille Hughes of Intro to Digital, she talks about multimedia content being an absolute necessity. Video traffic accounts for 80% of all consumer internet traffic. Videos that are about two minutes generate the highest engagement levels. I'll repeat that. Videos that are about two minutes in length generate the highest level of engagement. One interesting statistic that she highlights is that companies that use several channels report a 90% increase in retention rate. David Leonard, the president of THGM Writers, shares the same view, and this is what he had to say about this particular topic. The uh, topic, the title of his contribution is Adopt Full-Fledged Multimedia or Become Obsolete. Let's listen to David. We are in the midst of the biggest revolution in content marketing. Partway there, but still a way to go. We're moving from text-only to full-fledged multimedia. 
At its most basic, this means supplementing text with images, not just pamphlet images such as stock photography, but images that convey information. I use a lot of list images. Infographics are part of this. We are by now also well into video, and I suspect will continue to grow. The technology is there, it's just a matter of finding time and changing habits. This revolution will be complete, perhaps not for a few years, then live streaming and webinars and other in-real-time multimedia sit side-by-side -side with text and images in the content marketing toolbox. Live streaming is like putting engagement rocket boosters on regular video or GIFs. David Leenot is the president of TGM Writers, and he's also a distinguished toastmaster and former consumer advocate. Another six content marketing predictions. To give you a bit of context, each marketer was asked two important questions about content marketing for small businesses. Here are six more answers to that first question in terms of what are their predictions for the next two to three years when it comes to content marketing. Three simple tips for using questions and answers to get ahead of the competition. This is a contribution that you're going to be hearing from Anne Smarty, who is the founder, founder of SEO Smarty. Let's listen to what Anne has to say. With Google quickly turning into an answer engine as opposed to a search engine, addressing questions and giving answers in your content is becoming a key to search engine visibility. There's going to be an explosion of brands building and marketing FAQs, knowledge bases, and QA sections. Best answers will gain more organic search visibility. Keyword research is turning into question research. Answering questions will also create visibility opportunities, including make your content more conversational, optimize it for voice search and conversational marketing, get featured in Google more, let questions drive your content structure, use questions as your article subheadings. This will make your content more engaging and readable. Anne Smarty is a founder of SEO Smarty, as well as the community and brand manager at Internet Marketing Ninjas. Want a thriving business? Focus on what's working right now. This is a contribution that you're going to be hearing from Gina Hawkey from the Hawkey Handbook. Let's listen to what Gina has to say. The online world changes too fast to spend time making predictions about what might or might not happen in two to three years. Instead, focus on what's working right now and adapt your current strategy to match. There's nothing wrong with experimenting, but don't go all in on something until you know it has the potential to generate a return on your investment. The basic rules will continue to apply. Write for people, create high-quality content, and pay attention to what Google likes or dislikes. If you're doing these three things, you'll be on the right track. Gina Hokey is a married millennial mama to two precious kiddos from Minnesota. Additionally, she's the founder of Hokey Handbook, a website geared towards helping others find, a, find or become an awesome virtual assistant. Have you heard? Video storytelling is the best way to grow. This is a contribution that you're going to hear from Christoph Trapp. Let's listen to what Christoph has to say. Virtual reality video storytelling will become mainstream. It's easy enough now with cameras that fit in your pocket and are easily operated with your iPhone. It's an easy way to stand out and share stories that previously couldn't be told in the same way. Of course, the best virtual reality storytellers remember to also use the content from video in other formats like stories, podcasts, and more. Christoph Trapp is the author of two books, Get Customer Focus and Get Real, Telling Authentic Stories for Long-Term Success. He is the host of the Business Storytelling Podcast and a digital branding strategist. He's also the Chief Director of Content at AC Business Media. Want to learn how to save money by repurposing video? Let's listen to a contribution from Mike Alton. While the past couple of years have seen tremendous growth and ubiquity when it comes to live video, I predict that 2020 will be all about repurposing that video and creating better video. Brands have successfully shown the value in live video and demonstrated the positive impact it can have on a business's bottom line. But sustaining that growth, particularly as other brands get better at production and new tools offer amazing new features, it's harder and harder. Mike is an author, speaker, and blogger. 
He's also the founder over at the Social Media Hat. Make your YouTube dream a reality. Let's listen to a contribution from Trina Linder. Video. Video will continue to be king of content for businesses moving forward. Just in 2020 alone, 80% of internet traffic will be directed to video. If you aren't using video in your content marketing, it will be really hard for you to stand out in a noisy world of content. Trina is the, a YouTube strategist, and she's also a well-known online course creator when it comes to everything and anything YouTube. The truth about engagement in two minutes or less. Let's listen to a contribution from the lovely Gail Gardner. I sincerely hope that we will all focus more on encouraging interaction in a smaller quantity of created content of extremely high quality. Far more content is being created than can be read. And there is too much sharing and not enough actual clicking, reading, and discussing on most sites. We all need to focus on increasing interaction instead of just churning out and promoting more content. Most small businesses sell products or services. There is no reason they need to publish every single day. Their customers probably do not want to hear from them every day. Don't burn your customers out and cause them to start ignoring you. Put more thought into what you publish in email. Do it less often, but extremely well, so they'll be thrilled to read it, not moaning as they ignore or delete it unread. Gail is a founder of Gromap and a small business marketing strategist. She also acts as the community manager for the Biz Sugar Mastermind community. Okay, so that more or less concludes all of the, the contributions when it comes to the predictions for the next two to three years in content marketing. Now, for the second half of this particular podcast episode, we'll be looking at the most important part that uh, would help you in your business, which is 17 known factors that can impact your content marketing efforts. So as I mentioned previously, these content marketing experts were asked two important questions. In the first section, we looked at the content marketing predictions for the next few years. Now they are going to give us advice on how to get the most out of our content marketing efforts for each and every one of our business. So Stephanie Callahan from Callahan Solutions says this, consistently spend 20% of your time creating content and 80% of your time getting it to your community through syndicating and repurposing. It is the best way for you to leverage your time and talent. Syndication is when you publish or broadcast or even share the same content simultaneously across a number of platforms. This is what this is without changing the original content. It is an easy way to get great exposure and visibility to you and your skills and knowledge. For example, TV shows that are aired nationally and on Netflix. Repurposing is taking existing content and creating something new. For example, a blog post could become a video or a 5-10 minute podcast episode or Facebook or Instagram live. Make it easy for them to find you. The more content you have online, the easier it is for someone to search and find something about you or buy you. When you share your content in multiple formats, you open up more possibilities for people to consume it. The next contributor is Anna. Anna from the She Approach. Let's hear what Anna has to say. I strongly believe that the best way to get the most out of content marketing is to always have a next step mapped out in your content. What action do do you want your readers, listeners, or followers to take after they've read your blog post? listen to your podcast, or scroll past your new Instagram post. What's the next step? You need to figure that out and make sure your content serves a greater purpose. Are you trying to get people on your email list? Because you definitely should. Or maybe you're looking to generate more sales for your products. Whatever it is, make it clear. Make it easy to follow Follow through with it. Next up, we've got Manu Mararu from your social team. Before I get into Manu's contribution, remember you can actually head on over to successonscramble.com forward slash content dash marketing to get access to the show notes where you can get access to all of this information. So this is what Manu has to say. I'm a business of one, so I try to get the most out of everything I do. When I create content, 
I use it for social media, newsletter, blog, a freebie, as opposed to creating everything separately. You also need to send out your messages a few times, so sharing, acro- sharing cross-platform is always a good idea. Carly Bell from Mommy and Poopus has this to see when it comes to content marketing. Make your content multi-purpose. If you have a blog post that does well, it can become the content for your podcast or your YouTube video. You can even share the content again in an email. Repurposing your content can allow you to do half the work and get, get way more miles out of what you've already created. This can reduce that burnout feeling from trying to be consistently coming up with more ideas. It's definitely a misconception to think that just because you've published uh, it as a blog post, everyone on your email list has read it. Likewise, a blog post made into a YouTube video can help you reach a whole new audience. At number five, we've got Anne Smarty from obviously SEO Smarty or Internet Marketing and Internet Marketing Ninjas. She says this, turn your site into the destination. High quality content builds brand and loyalty making less dependent on investing in traffic and rankings. In any niche, a solid content strategy drives return visits, which convert the best and builds opt-in lists. To create useful and in-depth content, embrace semantic analysis and intent optimization strategy. This simply means building content that gives your readers exactly what they're looking for. Tools like Text Optimizer help you optimize content for search intent better. It is the semantic analysis tool that uses Google search snippets for your target query as the analysis resource. Each time you, you are working on an article, run a tool and follow the steps to optimize it better. Here is an example of what you can include in an article if you were writing about Game of Thrones or what people searching for the topic expect to read about. So as you can imagine, uh, Anne Smarty has also included a, uh, an image of what she captured from using the text optimizer tool. And some of the words that you can find here are Littlefinger, Samuel, Brainstock, uh, Sunset Stock, uh, Thrones episodes, Kingdoms, etc. There's lo- there are loads of words. If you'd like to get access to that, head on over to successunscramble.com forward slash content marketing. Fuda says, use the tips and clues to make your editorial decisions and expand your context based on the tool suggestions. A semantic analysis helps build better content by forcing you to cover related concepts and entities. So David Leonard, the president of TGM Writers, had this to say about content marketing. The best way for any business to benefit from content marketing is to sync it with what the target market is looking for when they are most hungry. Of all my blog posts, the one that actually gives me direct customers is about ghostwriter contracts. Anybody searching for that information is clearly at a stage where they plan to do more than kick tires. And in my niche, tire kickers are like ants at a donut shop. I am sure that many of my blog posts and off-site content also draws potential customers to my sales pages, but my tracking shows prospects contacting us when directly on that post, not even passing through sales pages. Holly Sutton, who's the online marketing business coach, had this to say about the, getting the most out of your content marketing. She says, content marketing will always be such an important, effective, and effective business strategy, but it's definitely getting a lot more competitive. So, instead of focusing purely on social sharing, you need to take an omni-channel approach with a focus on search. And it's blogs that get the biggest results because Google is now pushing up content rather than single web pages. Blogs are generating on average between 60 and 62% of a site's search traffic, which means you have no choice but to keep creating content if you want to stay relevant. When it comes to word count, there was a trend that the longer your blog post was, the better chance it had of ranking. But actually, writing content that is too in-depth such as guides, doesn't necessarily guarantee higher rankings. 
So in other words, in order to get the most out of content marketing, it's better for you to create more content than it is to create one super long blog post. The more content you create, assuming it is high quality, the higher the chance you'll have of attracting more visitors. To get the most out of content marketing, you want to think of your blog as a funnel. At the top of the funnel, you want to attract as many people as possible. The more people you attract, the more money you'll actually end up making. Blog to email list, email list the customer. That's the basic funnel. That I teach my clients. And that's what you should aim for too. To sum it up, you need to focus on creating video and audio-based content. Videos are taking off. Podcasting will be next. I would also tell you to blog, but I hope, I'm hoping you already do. Okay, so up next, we've got Gina Hawkey from the Hawkey Handbook. And this is what she had to say. Become really good at repurposing content. Your readers spend time on different platforms and consume content in different ways. That doesn't mean you need to create original content for each platform. Instead, learn how to repurpose. Create PDFs from podcasts. Create videos using your existing blog content. Combine related blog posts into downloadable guides. Convert blog posts into emails for your subscribers. There are dozens of ways to maximize the value and potential reach for every piece of content you create. The only caveat being that if your readers or customers aren't on a particular platform, then don't waste your time. Okay, so Christoph Trapp, who is the Chief Content Officer at AC Business Media, had this to say. He says, telling stories, telling all stories, has become easier and easier, and the tools make it easy as well. Use content type that works best for you. That could be blogging on your phone while traveling or recording. Podcasts using a host podcasting apps on your phone that make that easy. Videos have never been easier to produce as well. Take your pick and share the stories that help you move your business forward. Chelsea Clark, who is the founder of Her People Root, has this advice for you. She says, as a small business and blogger, you can get the most out of content marketing by involving your audience and customers in your brand, especially in any sort of behind-the-scenes process. Involving your audience can be as simple as posting a Facebook post, asking them to help you decide on a new image for your latest product, encouraging customers to become ambassadors of your brand and helping them to promote your content for you either by having them as affiliates or offering incentives. Having a fleet of ambassadors doing the groundwork of promotion, online praising your brand, content, and products can do wonders for your business if done right. Mike Alton, who is the author, speaker, blogger, and founder at the Social Media Hat, has this advice for you. He says, instead of ramping up quantity, going live more and more often, savvy brands are coming up to the conclusion that they can get even more value out of their efforts by improving their broadcasts and turning that video content into multiple other types of content, up to 26th, in fact. He's left a link there so he can show you how to create, how to take one video and create 26 different pieces of content. It is mind-blowing, so have a look at that. Head over to successunscramble.com forward slash content marketing and you'd see the link that Mike has left there for you to go and have a look how to do that. As it turns out, it is the single best way businesses can take advantage of content marketing. A single one-hour live video broadcast can be repurposed and published in so many ways, including blog content of epic proportions. Whether you go live once a week or once a month, every business can take advantage of free platforms and inexpensive tools to create extremely valuable content that can fuel their marketing for months. Melissa, Melissa Megason, the community manager at Tailwind App, has this valid piece of advice for you. She says, your audience is telling you what they are interested in seeing from you. You just need to be paying attention. Analytics and insights need to be your best friend. On Instagram, make sure you're regularly looking at your insights tab, as well as individual post insights. She's left a graphic of showing you how to find insights on Instagram. If you head over to successunscramble.com forward slash content marketing, you'll see what she left there. 
she says, this will tell you what to create more of, how your audience reacts to your content, and the best way to grow your business. Trina Little, the YouTube strategist, has this piece of advice for you. She says, I personally believe getting started on YouTube since YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world owned by Google. Putting your time into YouTube is where you are going to get the biggest bang for your buck when it comes to content creation. What I really love with YouTube is using your YouTube videos to repurpose on multiple platforms like Facebook, IGTV, and LinkedIn. As business owners, we want to reach more people on the platforms they are already hanging out on, not growing a specific social media platform, but growing your business's visibility on multiple platforms. Do you remember Claire? But Claire Brenner, who is the content marketing team lead at G2.com, she has this piece of advice for you. She says, the best way for small businesses to get the most out of content marketing is by writing content for their ideal customer. It seems obvious, but it's so important and honestly overlooked. Do this by asking your existing customers, how do, they, how do you like to consume content? What do you typically read or listen to? What problems are you facing? And writing content around that. Here's why this matters. Say you're a new e-commerce dress shop, being small and up and coming. It will, be, it will likely be pretty long time before you, you rank on Google for the term red holiday dress. But you can use content marketing and writing blogs like what to wear, a, what to, wear to a winter wedding in 2020 or how to, how to choose the right outfit for your next holiday party. These are terms you probably can rank for. When, when potential customers land on these articles, you, your brand starts building rapport. As an added bonus, since these readers are obviously looking for a dress, it's a good bet you can link them to your main site. This leads right into the other piece of advice I give, which would be to start focused. Instead of firing in all cylinders, your team or your content team should start by building out one topic comprehensively through a series of blogs and articles. Once you establish authority there, your team can start branching out a bit more. Justina Ford, from, who is the brand alignment coach from obviously Justina.com, sorry, JustinaFord.com, she has this advice for you. She says, video marketing will continue to soar in 2020. But remember, most users on social who prefer to consume their content through video don't turn the volume on. So using video transcription tools on platforms like Facebook and Instagram in 2020 will help content creators to get the most out of their video efforts. As a blogger, delivering your content in multiple formats will appeal to the many ways your audience prefers to consume content. For example, record your content through Zoom. Zoom splits that, that download into two files, video and audio. Transcribe the audio file and place that file through a tool like Temi for the written version of the audio content. Use a tool like Subtitle to get automated transcripts placed on the videos itself. Now you have visual with text, audio, and written formats for your content or of your content. PJ Tai, who's a founder and president at Uscreen, has this bit of advice for you. He says, in a noisy online world, the single best way to succeed in content marketing is simply niching down. You can't get far with content that seeks to attract the masses. General and diluted content just doesn't work anymore. What you need to do is find your niche audience and create content just for them. This requires you to completely shift your focus and definition of content success. Just up until two, about two to three years ago, content success was measured by numbers like how much monthly traffic your blog gets, how many Instagram followers you have, how many YouTube subscribers you have, but it's like not like that anymore. These are all just vanity numbers that in reality mean very little. And on top of that, have become much harder to achieve in this oversaturated content space. Now you have to focus on quality of the audience, 
you attract rather than the quantity. You should pay more attention to metrics like engagement rates, time on page, click-through rates, and conversion rates. If you steadily focus on these metrics, your audience will inevitably grow over time and they will all be quality followers, readers, and subscribers. Number 17, we've got Gail Gardner, from the, who's a founder of GrowMap, and she has this piece of advice for you. Content marketing can't really be distilled down to a single best way. There are at least four aspects of content marketing. Number one, what your audience needs. Two, promoting it to grow and retain your audience. Three, keyword research and SEO optimization to get your site ranked. Four, attracting organic links through the use of custom graphics, current statistics, quotable song bites, especially from your founder, executives, and experts. But most of all, write for people, and not all people, your specific audience. Make them, make them your priority, and then add what you need to attract links and rank into that. So the 17 lessons you learned from content marketing experts. There is a lot of information to take in from reading through and listening through this particular podcast in one sitting. So I suggest that you bookmark it, share it on social media, and even pin it to your Pinterest boards. To help you capture each piece of advice in a concise manner, here is a summarized version in terms of the predictions. Number one, create high quality content. That was from Holly. Add value to your audience. That was from Manu. Ensure that your content is easy to digest and easy to take action. That's Stephanie. Word of mouth marketing is making a comeback. That's from Anna. Video and voice are getting bigger. That's from Carly. Address questions comprehensively and give answers. That's from Aunt Smarty. Move to a full-fledged multimedia play. That's from David. Video marketing will help you stand out. Of course, that's from Trina. Focus on what's already working now. That's from Gina. Virtual reality video storytelling. That's from Christoph. Voice search is fast becoming normal. That's compliments of Chelsea. Repurpose your live video in 26 formats. That's from Mike. Be authentic and show the rough edges. That's from Melissa at Tailwind. Deliver content to, to consumer using apps. That's from PJ. Avoid a copycat problem. That's from Claire Brenner. Individualized content delivery. That's from Justina. And then create less content and focus on getting more interaction. That's from Gail. The good news is that none of these predictions come as a huge surprise. And many of them don't require rocket science to implement. No matter where you are in your content marketing journey, there should be no need to do a rip and replace of what you're currently doing. In fact, it may require a little bit of tweaking and adjustment over time to your content strategy. It is easy to conclude that video marketing, live streaming, or even audio will be too difficult to implement in your business. Instead, focus on what can be done on a small scale to change the way you currently produce content. So, now over to you. How do you see these trends and predictions having an impact on your business? Remember to subscribe to the Success Unscrambled podcast where you'll be the first to hear of what's happening in the entrepreneurial and digital marketing world. Your positive review of this particular podcast is vital to keeping it alive and running for the next 12 to 24 months. So please leave a positive review for us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Dita, or any of your favorite podcast players. If you're thinking of starting a podcast and wondering what is needed to get up and running over the week over a weekend, then take a look at the resource. I left a link in the show notes. Are you looking for a way to get more engagement on your posts or looking for ideas to create higher quality content? Then grab the link I've left in the show notes on how to create popular blog topics uh, using that particular resource. Head over to successunscramble.com forward slash content marketing to get access to these links. If you need to find a way to produce quality content in less time, then grab another free resource which allows you to write content faster. I've left the link again in the show notes. Remember, the goal of Success Unscramble is to help female entrepreneurs as well as potential entrepreneurs to help 
uh, them to start and scale their online business so that they can find and complete and fulfill their passion and purpose in no time at all. That's it for today. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now.